This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, sir. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, with your host, John Rush. All right, I'm your host, John Rush, Rush to Reason, KLZ 560, hour number three is upon us. Drago is joining us again. Dimitrov, Drago, how are you? John, uh, great to be back. Thanks for having me. Uh, always doing? a joy having you. And uh, again, I probably don't have you on enough. I just enjoy every time you're here. We always have good chats and and I enjoy. We're going to talk a little bit today. I just mentioned this to folks a moment ago, a little bit about chat GPT, which we've talked about you know, in the past and it's becoming a bigger and bigger deal. And for those of you that don't know what chat GPT is, Drago, give us a, you know, give us a little insight onto what, you know, chat GPT is. Chat GPT is a natural language model. I mean, I, I could use technical jargon, but essentially it's a conversation. You, you, you talk to the AI and it, it feels like a real conversation. And AI being artificial intelligence and it has come a long way. And, and we'll talk some about this, whether this is good, bad or otherwise. I, I have my opinions on things and i think it can be a very good tool if used correctly i can also see where it could be something that that may be used in a in a bad way as well but you've done some things with it as of late and even have some things on your website where folks can even kind of listen in on what you've done correct yeah uh, so that's right on drago.life uh so i've integrated well let me say this when i was uh, when we first spoke a couple months ago that was the early stages, and we had discussed that around March things would really start taking off. I think you would perhaps agree that we are starting to see that yes. now. Yes. Um, it seems like everyone's talking about it now. Um, what I'm looking at now is there's also other AI, such as speech-to-voice. So I've already uploaded my voice such that any text will sound like me, and then I even demoed that on talktodrago.com just to show that concept. So it's pretty freaky, freaky but at this point, if you wanted... I mean, John, I could make you a, an AI version of John, give it some personality, some context on who you are, and actually could be kind of convincing. It's it's actually really, maybe weird isn't the right way to say, but freaky, I guess, uh, you know, Drago. I mean, like for me, let's say that I wanted to create a commercial, which I do a lot of voiceovers already. I wanted to create a commercial with this tool. You literally could do what you just talked about, type in what you want the copy to be, and it does the rest. It does the rest, and certainly there's going to be some legal issues with permissions. You know, who has the rights to use your voice? Right. Uh, who, who might try to use it without your permission? I mean, this is a whole can of worms. Correct. In my case, though, where, where I could use it for good, where it might be a time-saving tool or whatever the case may be. I mean, the reality is I could see in our world as, you know, not only radio personalities, but just a lot of the voiceover work and things that get done behind the scenes. This is, in fact, a big game-changer. 
It's great because, for example, I have an AI-generated transcripts of the things I write. So instead of having to record myself, I can have the AI make it, and most people wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Well, let's say, for example, you write your own book. The whole, and Charlie just said in my ear, books on tape now are books that are recorded, Drago. Uh, you, you now could have your own voice reading your own book. Yeah, there's no need to hire someone else to create the audiobook for you. That's right. Now, that will change what some of those folks in that world have done in the past, although I will tell you, you're Drago, and maybe I'm wrong in saying this, but most audiobooks I listen to, if there's anything that's a little cheesy about the audiobook, it's the way it's being read by whoever the quote-unquote voice actor is. Typically, I'm guessing they don't spend a lot of money on the voice actor end of it because in some yeah. cases it's, it's – it's, it's, I'll listen just because the context, you know, the context is good, but the actual recording and the voices and so on may not be. Yeah, it's a shame when if the quality of the material itself is compelling, but then the delivery would impede that. So certainly as an author, you wouldn't want that uh, gap between what, what, what you're trying to get out there and how it's delivered. And, and I'll, you know, I'll give you an example. In a lot of audio books, they'll have the same person reading everything and even... You know, if there's a female voice, but you're a gentleman, you know, you may just go to a higher pitch to imitate a female. With this technology, you get the permission of even somebody in your family, if you'd like, as far as the female voice goes, uh, child, adult, whatever. You've got all your characters covered and you never had to go hire anyone. I've been spending some time thinking about that because you do have a point. Um, how can we use these different voices of, let's say, friends or family give us permission I mean, then you talk about, like, mindfulness apps or motivation or whatever, and imagine if you can have the voice of someone meaningful to you read those things, share those ideas, mm -hmm. um, maybe even therapeutic purposes. I mean, imagine listening to a conversation you wish you could have right. with that person in your family. Well, think, knows? think of this as well, Drago. There's a lot of individuals that suffer from, uh, I, I don't know what the exact term is, but a family member dies. And at that point, yep. once that family member is gone, you you know you know you no longer have that daily you know content that, that that daily conversation, if you would. And a lot of folks will even save you know voicemail recordings and things like that from said loved ones. Well, think about this. And if you had a recording of that particular individual and you wanted them to actually speak to you about a particular topic that you you know, were very fond of and you knew they were as well, well now that person could speak to you in their own in their own words in their own in their own voice, if you would. Yeah, and there's an aspect of that that's definitely a beautiful thing. I mean, imagine if I could speak to my, you know, deceased uh, great grandfather. Um, at the other, you know, on one end of the spectrum. On the other end, we would hope that we're not somehow conflating that memory with like a thinking it's the authentic, real thing. Correct. And uh, you know, yeah, it's tricky. No, I, and, and to your point, this is where it gets a little bit. You know, I don't know, weird isn't the right word, but just tricky and I think has to be handled correctly and, and in the early stages, you know, learning about all of this. But you know my feelings on this. I mean, I think the list is endless when you start thinking about the things that can be done. Now, the, the downside to some of this, as we're talking even about this right now, Drago, is you, know, you talk about, you know, a written book or, a, or an audio book, like a written book turned into audio. Again, this changes the dynamic of how people are even going to be paid on down the road for some of the things they've done in the past they've probably made good money at. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, last time we did discuss that it seems like it's hard to find how this will be replaced with new jobs because it seems like this will be a net loss in jobs. 
I, I just haven't been able to visualize it happening any other way. Maybe maybe other people can find a different solution. But um, well, I, you know, I don't know yeah. that it's any different than other industries over time that have had adjustments made to them. And I'd have to think for a minute about situations where you know things become automated and it does put you know some people out of work. On the same token, you know, Drago and I've got my financial expert joining me here at the bottom of the hour. You know, we're still some ten million plus jobs short. In this country, it's not like we don't have a plethora of jobs out there waiting for folks if they just, you know, expand their horizons and learn a new trade or learn something new and off they go. And, the, and by the way, the smart people, as you know, will do that. And, and some will just, I hate to say this for, for lack of better terms, Drago, some will just get left behind. It just is what it is. I hate to be that way, but it's the way things work. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. And perhaps we can differentiate between white collar and blue collar work. You know, the AI stuff is a threat more in the white collar. Sure thing. is. Sure is. Yep. Yes, no, I agree with that, including everything, folks listening, please, everything from people that now do, you know, stenography and dictation work and things along those lines. Drago, this changes all of that. You just no longer need that person sitting in front of the keyboard anymore. Yeah. So the the, the rest will be the uncharted territory of like, okay, if I'm freed up from having to do some of those tasks, is there some new frontier that I can focus on? I mean, some people are trying to make the claim that, well, great. Then everything that's left is just pure social relationship, dealing with people, the truly human experience. And maybe, but it's hard to see that you know, you'll need that many jobs and whatever that means, the, you know, the social element of human interaction uh, that we are so unique at doing. Right. Um, I don't know what kind of jobs that what that would look like. But. And I don't either. And, and again, those are some of the things that we'll just have to watch and see how things you know, morph along. I, I know you also have... An event coming up, which I think is very interesting, by the way. And congratulations, you've been invited to Notre Dame to, feed, you know, to speak to three different groups of kids, students, I should say, and uh, you know, one even a master's in finance group. Which congratulations, I think that's absolutely fantastic. What What are you going to speak to them about? What What's your topic going to be? Thank you, John. And let me clarify because maybe I misspoke in the email. I actually had the pleasure now in the past. So this oh, you were invited. Ago, but, I, sorry, I, I didn't did see the past that, tense. Yeah. So you were invited. Great. Yes. Yeah, no, I was really honored. Um, they they had me over to speak on my book. It was the what what does this company do? Understanding a business and its risks. Um, the professors actually bought each one of their students, uh, the thirty one students, a copy of the book, which was pretty insane for me to like stand there. Mm-hmm. I felt almost like an imposter, to, to be honest. But uh, I was giving lectures on some of this stuff, and we did talk about AI. You know, I I asked, you know, how many of you have used ChatGPT, and you know, ninety percent raised their hand and. Okay. Uh, the people who didn't were in shock. They didn't realize they were missing the boat. That was pretty funny. That, that, I was going to say, now, I, and I apologize. Now that I reread this, yeah, I can tell from what you wrote to me that this is something you already did. I, I'm sorry. I looked at this as something you were getting ready to do. Either way, it's still an honor. I mean, either way, whether you have done it or were going to do it, it's still a great honor to go do that. And, and I think to your point, those that don't know anything about it are like, wait a minute, I'm getting left behind. I better get on the stick here pretty quick. Yeah, and, and I'm looking for ways to, because I do think we're at an inflection point, you know, to add value and help empower people who do have, they want to implement this in their business, uh, are trying to kind of think through that and, and even have like a solution for it. But um, yeah, it's this is a time where we can all get creative and we can really pave the next frontier. Uh, the tools are there. It's just uh, the right vision. Well, the other thing that this continues to draw the distinction of, I think, Drago, and this is going to get, I, I'm not... I, I'm not, um, how do I want to say, I don't have a crystal ball. I don't know the exact future, but I think we've already seen a huge distinction 
in the business world between the service business, and there's been books written on this, how the service business is going to continue to flourish and some of the white-collar end of things may not because, you know, some some tasks, you know, I, I have a business where we plow snow, for example. Well, Drago, you and I both know that that parking lot is not going to get cleared with AI. Now, can AI maybe at some point in time drive the truck? Well, maybe, but the physical work of actually making that snow, you know, be removed from that lot and be put in the proper places and so on, there's going to have to be a certain amount of it, and even doing that in a blizzard becomes very difficult. Bottom line, I guess what I'm getting at, Drago, is I think the distinction between service industry and all other industries is going to grow, and there's going to be a bigger chasm than there even is right now. Yeah, and, and excuse the crude analogy, but um, if we were all lined up with, with each person representing an industry on, like, let's say, a firing squad, uh, towards the back of the line is what you mentioned, uh, because we're farther away from, um, let's yeah. say, the mass robotics. But I have invested in two robotics companies, and, you know, they are looking at ways, like, to replace certain construction. They are. Yeah, uh, no, and we've I seen think, some of that. Know, and, and, to, and Drago, really quick, to your points, and some of the replacements are fabulous. I mean, there's some things where... You know, the robot is able to even, you know, frame a wall and do things along those lines, and you're eliminating the need for as many construction workers as we may have right now, which, by the way, we're, there's a huge shortage of. Shortage, uh, yeah. there's, there's a company out now that I've looked at closely, haven't invested anything, don't know that I will. They're trying to roboticize the mowing of lawns. That becomes a little more difficult because you still got to get the mower at each location, and unless you just buy individual mowers for all the different properties and contracts you may have, and that gets a little bit different. But instead of a, a crew going around and mowing, you may have a crew that just runs around at night and, and takes one mower from one property and goes to another. So those sorts of things are probably coming. Yeah, right. So I, I think there's going to be some restructuring society because, you know, our, 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 our current model of, hey, like, I wake up, I'm going to send my time, well, I'm going to work, I'm going to contribute to society, there's work to be done. But as technology handles the work to be done, I think we're going to be like, well, what do I do? And then, how, like, I want to work, but now uh, what if I can't, you know, and, and we right. have to really rethink how everything is structured. Uh, and I think for most people, well, not most, all people listening, depending upon where they're at in life and what their job currently is, your analogy a minute ago, as crude as it may be, I think is very accurate. You need to figure out where on that firing line are you. Are you right up close? Or are you at the beginning of the line? Or are you, you know, 50 yards back? Because, let's face it, eventually things are going to change for each and every one of us. Where are you in that quote-unquote pecking order? And are you ready for the changes that are coming? Yeah, I mean, like, prudence is a choice. We could be prudence or, you know, live like there's no tomorrow. You know. And you know my feelings. You got to be prudent. So, Drago, uh, how do how do folks uh, Drago? I should say, how do folks find you? Yeah, www.drago.life. Um, and then again, if you want to check out a play with the AI, you can talk to an AI generated version of myself just for fun at talktodrago.com. Which actually is pretty it's cool. It, it, you you told me it was mind blowing, and yes, in fact, it is. And I've I've got to get busy on my end and kind of play around with some of that as well because it's very fascinating. Yeah, hey John. I mean, look, if if you want something like that, you know, you know how to reach me. I do, I do. Drago, thank you. I appreciate you very much. And again, you're welcome anytime. I, I know it's been a while since we had John. We need to do this more regular. So just keep reaching out. I appreciate it, sir. Yeah, thank you, John. Thanks, appreciate Drago. It appreciate always. it very much. Again, uh, Drago Dimitrov. It's D I M T R O V. You can go to talktodrago.com or drago.life, and it's D R A G O. And, uh, again, we'll have these links up on our website a little bit later as well. Fascinating, by the way. And uh, you cannot like it, 
You can be against it. This is a lot like, in a way, horse and buggy versus the car when it came along. You can either get on board and start, you know, helping out in the building of cars and head to that direction that happened in the early 1900s in this country and around the world, or you can be a horse and carriage guy and eventually go out of business. Now, some made it because they had other things they delved into, but bottom line, they didn't just build carriages any longer because if they did, they wouldn't have stayed in business. They had to make a transition. This isn't going to be much different, folks. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I don't think I'm far off in what I'm saying there. Geno's Auto Service is next. Now, one thing that, again, there's no AI and there's no robotics when it comes to fixing your car. You need a technician that is highly skilled, that knows your vehicle and knows exactly what to do to keep not only your vehicle maintained, but repair it as well. And we have that at Geno's Auto Service. Geno's with a J, 303-794-6700. Take advantage of Geno's alignment and tire rotation special for $99.99. Snow has stayed on the ground thanks to cold temperatures, creating potholes and other driving hazards. We all know tires have a way of finding those holes, wreaking havoc on your car's suspension. Also know that an alignment and tire rotation will help get even wear and longer life out of your tires. For over 40 years, Geno's Auto Service has been serving Littleton and customers along the front range. As members of Colorado Select Auto Care, we'll back up our work with Napa's nationwide peace of mind warranty. To make your life simpler, Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick up when ready. Don't forget to check out all Geno's Google reviews for a good snapshot of the business. Give us a call or go online to schedule an appointment. We are AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon. Take advantage of Geno's 99.99 alignment and tire rotation special. Some restrictions apply. See Geno's for details. Stop in or visit us online at genosautoservice.com. That's Geno's with a J. Veteran Windows and Doors, Dave Bancroft, right now 25% off. That's the deal. Just call him and find out how it works for you. 303-529-0720. You signed with another window company, and now there's a sinking feeling in your stomach. You paid too much, and you didn't get what you really wanted. Veteran Windows and Doors won't accept buyer's remorse. That's because they work on a relational model, ensuring you get what you really want from all the options available to you. When you make a purchase with Veteran Windows and Doors, you'll know it was the right choice because they prove it to you. Not only through their five-year installation guarantee or lifetime warranty, but they also beat their competition's prices by 30 to 50% because they want to save you money wherever they can, even if it's a negligible amount. Veteran Windows and Doors doesn't want to be the most profitable. They want to give the customer a higher quality product, installation, and to give them what they want at a lower price. Get what you want. Call Dave at Veteran Windows and Doors before you sign on a dotted line. 303-529-0720. That's 303-529-0720. All right, group insurance analysts, all of your insurance needs, including business insurance, call them today, 303-423-0162. Finding the right home and auto insurance can be confusing, and picking the wrong plan can cost you thousands of dollars more out of your pocket. You need an expert in home and auto insurance to help you find the best coverage that fits your needs and at the very best premium. Call Paul Lenigro at GIA Insurance and his team of home and auto insurance specialists will help you find the right plan for your needs. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance can help you shop the market so that you get the right coverage at the right price. GIA never charges fees, and your premiums will never be any higher than going directly to the insurance companies or buying online. 
Receive the local, hands-on service that you don't get with a call center or going online. Whether it is your home, auto, classic car, or liability insurance, GIA has got you covered. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100, or go online to e-gia.com. Get more without paying more. Not only do you own your own business, but you also manage it, work for it, and run it. It makes sense that you're tired of your business running you. Change that with coaching from small business coach John Rush. When you're in that situation, you can't afford to just stop what you're currently doing. You need outside help. Otherwise, you're just putting another job on yourself. John's years of experience as the owner of a small business himself allows him to help you set realistic and attainable goals that change the way you approach your work. When you commit to working with John, he can help you make your business more profitable in six months or less. Email John Rush right now to get your operation running for you again. Set up a free 30-minute consultation at john at rushtoreason.com. That's john at rushtoreason.com. Or fill out the contact form at klzradio.com slash john. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. I think, Tito, you texted a moment ago as well and said this is, a, you know, one of the big brainchilds of, you know, Bill Gates, and it's, you know, potentially got evil, you know, connotations, so on and so forth. It does. And, yes, Bill Gates has worked on a version of this as well, although, and Charlie knows this also, his version sucks right now. They actually are it, – it's through Bing, and it, it's awful. In fact, it's getting criticized by all sorts of individuals, including the Elon Musk of the world – because it, it, yeah, it argues it's 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 not it's not good. Let's just say that, and it's it's not getting very good reviews. So uh, there are several versions of Chat GPT. Bill Gates, yes, has one, but his version, frankly, right now is the worst of all of them. Now, is that because of Bill Gates? You know, it's because of Microsoft. I, he didn't design it. Microsoft did. It's it's not him. It's his company that he still owns a lot of, or a lot of shares of, I should say. Uh, does you know? And this is the question that I don't have an answer to. How much influence does he have on actual Microsoft day to day? I would guess less than you think. Now, big overall art, you know, overarching type projects, and what he's doing with the WHO and his foundations and so on. In my opinion, he's spending a lot more time and energy in that world than he is in probably the Chat GPT world. But Microsoft's version of Chat GPT is not good, just so those of you listening know the distinction between those. And, and, and again, am I an expert in this? No. I've dabbled in it. I've played around with it some. I've used it some. I, I don't know that I would consider myself an expert, although I probably know as much about it as the average person on the street does, if not more, just because of the interviews I've had with Drago and some of the things I've done on my own and some of the you know, playing around with it I've done and so on. I, I do feel like... Like like a lot of other technology, it's not going anywhere. You might as well, if you're in the business community and you look at this and think, okay, how could I apply this to my business? You probably should be doing that because it is coming. It's not going anywhere. And in our world here, you know, as as a broadcaster, the uses are endless, to be honest with you. The, the the amount of things that would actually speed up for us in our world here when it comes to everything from 
you know, recording commercials to even some of the intros and exits and things that we do here on a routine basis and even some of the things I do here personally that are somewhat static, could it take over for some of those things? Absolutely. Would it save time when it's all said and done? Positively it would, yes. How is all that going to work moving forward? I don't have the answers to. You know, you know, how is the profitable side of that going to work moving forward? I, I don't have the answers to that. I, I don't know. Um, real quick before we bring Scott on, and I did not get a chance to read this entire article. Charlie sent me this right before we went on air, and I think I know the gist of this, and it is why you should avoid buying gift cards from the display rack at the store versus actually buying it from the behind-the-counter, which anymore there's not many of and or a locked area. Now, there are still a few stores that have the gift cards in a locked area, but the problem is there are there's ways to be mischievous is probably the best way I should say that on the theft side with those cards that are hanging on the rack. Am I saying that correctly, Charlie? It's probably the best way for me to say that. Yeah, tampering with them. Yeah, they they can go out and do something with the card, put it right back on the rack, you know, tamper with them and so on. There's just things that you need to be very careful of. And I've talked about this on some of my other programs when it comes to gift cards. For example, if you're buying gift cards or if you're using self-checkout and the person in front of you bought a gift card, and it could be a small amount, 10, 15, 20 bucks, they could actually scan that card, leave the terminal open, leave... You come up, you're chatting with your friend, you're on the phone, you're texting who knows what, and you just start scanning items. If you're not paying close attention to your receipt, you very easily could have paid for the card that was already swiped in front of you because they didn't close things out. So when you go up to self-checkout, you've got to make sure you're starting with a brand new screen and the person in front of you didn't scan a gift card as their last item out. You know, they closed everything out, then they scanned a gift card and left. You're now paying for that gift card. That's how they do it. And you've got to be very aware of what's going on when you go into that self-checkout. That's just one way that things happen with gift cards. But tampering can happen. Be careful. Make sure there's nothing that's been removed from the package. Or, yeah, any kind of a sticker that's been put on it. Anything along those lines. If you're buying a gift card, which there's a lot of them that are bought. We use them constantly. They're used for gifts and bonuses and, you know, kind of uh, spiffs, if you would, even inside of businesses. If you're somebody that buys gift cards, just be really, really careful in what you're doing and how you're handling that to make sure that you're you're not going to end up with something that is uh, fraudulent when it's all said and done. Extreme Auto Repair. They're coming up next. Make sure that your vehicle is in tip-top condition as we head into the end of winter and now approaching spring. And Extreme can do all of that for you, including Cooper Tires at cost, 303-841-1071. Winter is brutally hard on your vehicle. Extreme driving conditions happen every winter, and from maintenance to emergency repairs, you need a shop that you can count on. Colorado winters are hard on all the components of your car, especially with the fluctuating temperatures. So you want an expert diagnosing your vehicle. Extreme Auto has six master mechanics. 
all dedicated to properly evaluating any issues and getting your vehicle repaired correctly, quickly, and without anything you do not need. They also offer their customers both towing services and free loaner options, so you always have a vehicle to use and a way to get around. Whether you need regular maintenance or have an urgent need, you can trust Extreme Auto to get you back on the road. For the right maintenance and repairs to prevent serious issues with your vehicle, call Extreme Auto Repair this winter for service that you can rely on at klzradio.com slash extreme. Set up an appointment today. Call 303-841-1071. 303-841-1071. Absolute electrical heating and air, all of your electrical and HVAC needs, 720-526-0231. You just found out that you need to replace your furnace, and you have no idea where that money is going to come from. Relax. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air has peace of mind financing with low monthly payments and interest as low as 0%. Financing is available no matter what kind of service you need and is available via your technician so you can get what you need done faster and easier than with any other company. The replacement you need can be affordable and stress-free for you and your family with a culture of service, excellence, and growth. Absolute is committed to your satisfaction. They ensure that with their Absolute guarantee. You deserve to be at ease. Ask about your financing options when scheduling any service with Absolute Electrical Heating and Air at 720-526-0231 or visit klzradio.com slash absolute today. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, High Five Plumbing, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Anything you need when it comes to plumbing, give them a call today, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Take care of that plumbing issue. Pay the way that works for you. High Five lets you choose between a good, better, and best fix option with tiered pricing. You have a choice on the repair they do and a say in the price you pay. No more waiting for a plumber to be finished with the job only to find out that it's going to cost double what you initially thought. That's no reason to avoid calling a plumber. On top of their good, better, best fix, High Five Plumbing offers a range of financing plans because plumbing repairs and emergencies don't wait until it's a good time for you. You can't control when you need to call a plumber, but you can control who you call. Call the plumber that meets you where you are already at. Call High Five Plumbing today and mention KLZ for $200 off a tanked water heater or $500 off a tankless water heater provided by High Five Plumbing. Now for a limited time only. Call now at 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. That's 877-934-4445. High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. Premier Home Remodels is next, folks. Anything you need when it comes to remodeling, bathroom, kitchen, you name it, they can do it all. Premier Home Remodels, 720-619-8773. The remodeling industry doesn't have the greatest reputation, with half-completed jobs and contractors gouging you for more of your money. Premier Home Remodels wants to flip that concept on its head by going above and beyond to meet your remodeling needs. The team is customer-focused with fair, transparent pricing put in place from the start. Their custom and semi-custom remodeling services can change the footprint of your bathroom, basement, and kitchen in the Denver metro area. Make a safe investment with the trusted team of problem solvers at Premier Home Remodels. Where other companies fall short, they will go the extra mile to bring the results you have dreamed of. And they take it a positive step further. 
Premier takes an analytical to emotional approach when working with their clients' budget and have financing options available. Call Premier today to work with the team that wants what is right for your home. Go to PremierHomeRemodels.com now. That's PremierHomeRemodels.com. Now, back to Rush to Reason. Brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, Scott Garlis should be joining us here in just a moment. There's a lot to talk about with him in regards to the Fed and what's going on there and so on. And really quick, back to gift cards, really quick. Charlie and I were talking during the break. The other thing that people are doing is taking gift cards, taking them home, altering them in some fashion, going back to the store, putting them back on the rack, and then when you go and actually run that card to pay for it, the money, I guess the way this works is the money doesn't necessarily go onto the card. It goes onto their card, not the gift card. And then when you when you go to use that gift card, there's no money there because that money went into the other person's bank account or whatever card they have or whatever whatever they've done to scam it at that point in time. Reality is you don't get to use that is the point. So, Scott, what's going on, sir? Not a lot. How are you this season? We are always good, Scott. Appreciate you very much. And um, I titled the beginning of our conversation today, Idiots at the Federal Reserve. I know, I know, I, I know no other way to say it. I, just, I listened to Jerome Powell's testimony. I watched some of that. And, I, and it's just more proof to me that these guys live in a bubble inside of a glass house, and they have no clue what goes on in reality. None whatsoever. Yeah, you know, I'm with you, and but I think part of the problem, too, is we have an administration that is causing this problem to be yes. worse than it needs to be. Can't, can't argue that. No, you, you are... I, thank you. And, and between... Between their energy policies and what they're doing with trade and some of the other things and the supply chain and so on, which, again, is outside of the Fed's hands. And and I know the Fed can't direct anything towards the administration. The administration can't say anything to the Fed because they're supposed to be, you know, separate from one another. But holy cow, Scott, can they not get together and figure out how to get things fixed? I mean, so Wall Street, we used to have a saying for this reason called dope by dope. Um, But... It, 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 because that's the kind of decisions that are, that are being made and compounded. But, yeah, I mean, basically, the, the White House is trying to make, oh, my gosh, look at the great economy we have. Look at the great economy. And they're trying to make the numbers work that it's showing the economy be better. And it's like, guys, this is the total opposite. I don't know who the political strategist they have, but they should fire him because this person is leading them in the wrong direction. They should be tanking the economy right now to get the Fed to stop or make it look like the economy's tanking. So by the time the next election rolls around, it looks like things are turning around. What they're actually doing is the opposite. That's right. So they're, they're going to get the Fed to keep raising rates since the end of the year. And, I mean, they're, they're going to destroy themselves because by the time the next election's yeah, it'll be too late. No, completely crushing. Yeah, it right. can be way too late. That's exactly right. I mean, we, we, in my opinion, depending upon what the Fed does next, you, you're going to see really, uh, you know, s- summer. You know, let's face it, spring, summer, not going to notice a lot of difference as we start to head back in the next fall, and then as people even start to announce candidacies and so on, where they really start talking about some of the things you and I are talking about right now, they're going to be able to because by the time we get into the last quarter and first quarter of next year, it's not going to be good. Yeah, well, so Canada, who is 
the first big central bank to really start rate hikes. They've hiked, I believe, eight times in a row. Yesterday, <laughs> yesterday they said they're stopping. He said, you know, we need to let this shake out and see what it does to the economy. And I think the Fed should be doing the exact same thing. One of the things we recently talked about was housing market affordability. You know, new numbers came out. Housing market affordability is at the lowest level it has for the yep. Yep, because they got the interest rates so high that what you used to be able to afford uh, uh, even a year ago is now twice as much. Correct. And so we're seeing that in existing home sales. You know, they've gone from six and a half million, uh, based on an annualized rate, it was six and a half million sales of existing home sales. It's dropped to four million. I mean, so that's that's been cut by like forty percent. Those are the bulk of the sales in the housing market. And the housing market accounts for almost 20% of our economy. So that that is devastating to the economy. All I heard from Jerome Powell was they're trying to stabilize prices. And what I wanted to reach through the, yeah. the screen and strangle, you know, grab his neck and say, wait a minute, you know, shake him and say, Jerome, do you realize that you don't have that control any longer like you once did? It's different now. We've got an administration that's jacking up energy prices. That's being passed down. Yeah. You jacking up interest rates is pushing prices up. What both of you are doing is not helping at all. So yeah, it's you're, you're, you hit on a great point too. Like you're seeing some very serious structural changes. And think about this too: the, the push to bring a lot of manufacturing back here, you know, that's going to drive up the need for labor and costs for other things too. So you know they have to rethink some of this game plan because they don't. They're, the Fed is going to be you know they screwed up on the front end by not raising soon enough when, when things got. We're heated up because of all this stimulus that got thrown at the economy. And now, on the backside of this, they're doing the wrong thing by going too far. Yep. So they're, they're going to doubly crush us. Yep. They, they, and again, it's because two things. One, the administration doesn't live in the real world, and whatever happens, you know, those guys are going to be good no matter what. Let's face it, every single person around the president right now will be fine no matter what happens to interest rates and or the economy. The Fed, same situation. All those guys that sit at the top of those banks, reality is they don't care one way or the other. They're making their money regardless of what happens to the little guy on the street. They could care less. They don't care that you know that, that housing prices and, and, the, and the monthly payment of is going to double or has doubled. They could care less. Most of them either have themselves positioned good enough, even if they've got a loan, that they're they're in it for what you know they're in it cheap anyway, Scott, and or it's paid for yeah. because they've made so much money it doesn't make any difference one way or the other. Bottom line is they control the purse strings. They don't care. Yeah, that's exactly right. And I mean, so the data takes a little bit to start showing up. And one of the things that came out this morning, Challenger Grand Christmas is an executive outplacement firm, and they track job cut announcements. Okay. For the first two months of this year, job cuts are up for January and February combined. They're up 427%, job, 427% job cut announcements versus the same period last year. Uh, they said it hasn't been as bad. It's the highest total since 2009 when the financial crisis was uh, crushing the economy. Hmm. The other thing, too, that I, I looked at and I was, as I was listening yep. to Jerome Powell, again, I wanted to you know, reach through and you know, yep. shout out to, to, you know, to the Senate as they were having those, those hearings, is the way we figure jobless claims and our unemployment number – it, it is it is the absolute biggest joke on the face of the planet. They have no idea 
what our actual unemployment rate is any way, shape, or form. That has got to be the most antiquated system you could ever imagine when it comes to figuring that. And the average person on the street has no idea what I just said, by the way. I'm not sure some of the senators and folks that are in the House of Representatives understand what I just said. It's an estimate based on phone calls. That's it. They poll. They poll people. It's no different than figuring out who's going to be the next president. They poll and ask questions, and it's 100% arbitrary. Totally. And if you have an administration that wants to try to put on the face of a strong economy, why do they want to have estimates and show bad numbers? And, and by the way, so then just go poll different households. I mean, to me, that's the most manipulated number we have out there when it comes to the economy, Scott. Correct. You added in, I think we talked about this before, but if you added in the number of employees that the Fed has even said the economy lost because of COVID due to early retirements and deaths, three and a half million people, if you added that back to the workforce total and the unemployment total, you would have an unemployment rate at 5.8% right now. There you go. That's it. That's a vastly different number. That's that's a, a, yeah, that's two points higher than what it is right now, roughly, at least one, one, one and three-quarter points higher than what it actually is. And, you know, according to Jerome Powell and a little smirk on his face, you know, basically saying, well, you know, our employment right now, even if it does go up a little bit, is still going to be the lowest it's been in, you know, 40 years, blah, 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 blah. And I wanted yeah. to say, do you realize, Jerome, I can make that number whatever anyone wants it to be. So if this administration wants it low or wants it high, yeah. I can pull differently and get the number you want. That's how arbitrary this is, Jerome. <laughs> so the other really interesting data point that I saw today that came out of this Challenger Gray and Christmas data, um, so they said on the front end of all the layoffs that started last year, we were mainly seeing just tech because tech was the one that they overhired during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. But they said now, for the first time since 2013, job cuts have started to spread out to every single one of the 30 industries they tracked. So the job cuts are becoming broad-based. That concerns me because when you start to see that, that tells you every part of the economy is really starting to feel this. Um, and, that, and, it's gonna, and, and, it, and to your rolling, point, it's going to get worse, is it not? Yeah, when that ball starts rolling, man, you let that out of the box, it's hard to put it back in. That takes time because people go into a shell and they get scared. They don't spend, they don't do anything, and then that's when the economy really tanks. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. Now, what can folks do that are listening to help themselves with this and defend from anything? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, there's a lot remains to be seen. You know, all of a sudden the data could start to show up. But in the meantime, you know, you want to play things safely and defensively. Um, you know, I would look at like treasury bonds. I know that's not a sexy investment, but they pay. You can get 5% on two-year bonds right now. That's an incredible rate. Um, you know, another thing I consider just, you know, big blue chip stocks and companies like healthcare companies. Again, I, I know I say these all the time, like Coca Cola, um, things that people are always going to need, whether times are good or bad. Hershey is another example. People are always going to need chocolate. These companies pay you good dividends. You know, the stock performance might not blow you away, but over time, your money's going to be safe and you're going to do very well. Okay. 
What else? Anything else? I mean, wh- what about the, you know, we, we've, got, we've got some movement now on the Willow Project up in Alaska with ConocoPhillips. It looks like, you know, they're going to get leases. The administration right now wants to try to get those leases from five down to three. I don't think it's going to happen. They're going to end up with five. They're talking about 180,000 barrels a day. Is that something worth looking at or no? Yeah, I would, would definitely think so. I don't think energy demand is going anywhere. It's, you know, I, it's, it's exciting as you know all this green energy stuff is. It's just not practical. It, it doesn't. The, the grid and the system just is, it's going to take so long to build it out. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if you see more electric cars that taxes our power grid more. We wind up going back to things like coal because even if you want to mm-hmm. go in the direction of nuclear, those plants take twenty to thirty years Correct. to build. Correct. It doesn't, ha- it doesn't happen overnight. No, and there's so much pushback, even on some of these smaller standalone, you know, nuclear facilities where they could power a city, for example, or, you know, a small yeah. town. And there's some of those units out there that they've developed and are really almost on the verge of coming online. But the activists don't want them. I mean, it's just ridiculous. We've got the ability to produce more power at a very, very uh, great rate, if you would, Scott. But we've got we've got activists that won't allow it. Totally. And, and in terms of, you know, Oil consumption and gasoline consumption, you know, I get it. People are worried about the environment and all these other things. But they're not the end of the world. Um, the other big thing to consider here is, like, can you tell me that a farmer in the Midwest who's, who's pretty far away from a lot of different things, his life is going, his tractor, all these other things are going to be able to operate on a electric vehicle power car? No. I highly doubt No, not going to happen. Even even John yeah. Deere themselves have come out and said that's that's not feasible. It just can't happen. Not with current technology, it can't. Right. I mean, if we, we go down the hybrid road, that makes way more sense. But just, this, again, this conversation, we have to go all one way or the other. That, that doesn't really work. No. Uh, we we got to find the middle ground. But we're, we're not getting rid of fossil fuels. No, we are not. Not anytime soon. And, uh, I, again, I, I can't. I can't argue with that. One last thing. Uh, Reserve Bank of Australia said mortgages are eating up record levels of family incomes, making the case for no more rate hikes there. Are they looking at slowing down, or are they going to slow down and stop their hikes? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the, the Royal Bank of Australia, Governor Philip Lowe, said that the other day. Yeah, that's, uh, they've been hiking rates for a long time, too. And, yep, that's that's a big problem. I mean, that's, that's sort of what we were just talking about here in the U.S. Right. The average family can no longer afford to buy the average house in America. That's a problem. It's yeah, and that, that's a problem that, you know, if I, again, I, I'm not Jerome Powell. I don't know how these guys think. I would not want on my resume, because depending upon how things go, I don't remember how much he's got you know left on his term, but either way, Scott, I would not want on my resume that I literally raised hike, you know, raised hike, you know, raised hiked rates, raised them too fast, too long. Far too many, and in turn wiped out one of the best economies, you know, really known to mankind. Uh, I wouldn't want to be yeah. the guy in charge when that happens. I would not want that on my resume. But he seems to not care. Well, yeah, again, he went from Mr. Transitory to Mr. We're hiking rates at all costs. And that, that's right. That's not what I would want to have happen. So to me, I don't think they have anything to lose by stopping. Paul, I don't think they do either. In question for you on that, do they, I mean, could he stop or does he have too much egg on his face for what he's just said about what he feels like he needs to do with rates and even what he's just told, you know, the Senate? I mean, is it one of those things where 
he he doesn't have any choice but to raise him now because he said, or could he, you know, could he do an about face and still save face at the end of the day? He could totally do an about face and save face at the end of the day. If if if, it's, if there's not a reason to hike, I mean, there's just not a reason to hike. It's, and like you said, completely tanking the economy, that's not going to do anybody any good. It's just, you know, you have a structural challenge workforce, like you said. So getting that labor supply back up to where you want to be, it's just, you can hike rates to 10 You might have to go to 10% to get there. And then you also have, I've been looking at, in terms of the housing supply and mortgages, you know, over half of the mortgages in this country were either taken out or refinanced during the COVID pandemic around, so they're all around 3%. Mm-hmm. Guess what? None, none of those people are leaving those No, homes. they're going to move. So That's again, right. you, you can hike rates. You probably have to get rates up to 10% and completely kill the economy if you want housing supply to really pick back up. Right. So I just, the Fed, they've gotten to this tipping point where if they keep going, it, things are going to get bad in a hurry. Okay. So that's why I really think we got to stop. Okay. Scott Garla, Stansbury, how do folks find you? Sure. Stansburyinvestor.com. Um, come check out our free stuff. Come check out our paid stuff. For Scott, appreciate you, man. And I know you're on vacation next couple of weeks. Have fun, sir. Uh, thank you very much. I look forward to speaking with you again. All right. Sounds great. We'll talk to you in a few weeks here. When you get back, Flesh and Beck is up next. Kevin Flesh, 303-806-8886. Get relief from Flesh and Beck. You just got in an accident, so you call the police. You make sure you get a thorough record of the scene. Then after the initial adrenaline wears off, your mind starts to swirl with all the things you need to do. Insurance claims, car repairs, doctor visits, medical bills on top of the physical pain you're in. Flesh and Beck will give you relief from the financial stress so that you can focus on healing. Call Flesh and Beck immediately after your accident for a free consultation. Then you can rest while they talk to your insurance company. Personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh will relieve your burden of financial worries. All you need to do is call him right now. 303-806-8886. Call Kevin Flesh immediately after your accident and get relief from the financial stress of an injury. Flesh and Beck Law, they get results. Denver IT, all of your business security needs, 720-593-6688. Your business is at risk without the proper protection for your network. Just one compromised computer means hackers can gain access to your entire network. John Kanata of Denver IT Security has industry-leading zero-trust security packages that gives you the freedom of network security wherever you go. Each computer is set up on its own secure network through a process called micro-segmentation, so hackers can't move freely throughout the whole network. They can also provide a team of professionals to monitor for any possible breaches. With Denver IT Security's Zero Trust Security Bundle, you've got a professional watching your back for you. Between their comprehensive security package and a team of security experts watching for suspicious activity, your staff can work just as securely and productively from home, airports, and coffee shops as they do from your office. And you will have peace of mind knowing that you're covered every time. Get network security that works seamlessly by partnering with John Kanata and Denver IT Security now. Call for a consultation today at 720-593-6688. That's 720-593-6688. Or visit klzradio.com slash security. Our financial advisor is Al Smith, Golden Eagle Financial, 303-744-1128. 
Maximize the full potential of your nest egg. Discover what a meaningful retirement means to you with a fresh look at your retirement plan from Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial. Al will help you explore what's important to you in retirement. By understanding what you're going to spend your time doing, Al can create a projection of where your finances are now and where they need to be. Establish your priorities for retirement that feels purposeful to you. By tailoring your plan to accommodate what matters most to you, have confidence in the longevity of your nest egg now with Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial. That way, when you finally crack your nest egg open, you can use it to lead to the fulfilling retirement you choose. Call now at 303-744-1128, 303-744-1128, or visit klzradio.com money. Advisory services offered through Foundation Investment Advisors and SEC Registered Advisor. Be ready for the sunniest time of the year. Start planning for solar now. Alan Davis at Solar Energy Partners gives you the option to defer payments on your solar energy system for 18 months. And at the same time, you can immediately begin reaping the rewards of solar energy by banking up credits. Starting the process now means that you can use your fully installed and finished solar panels during the sunniest time of the year. You still immediately reap rewards even if you don't defer any payments because the payments you are currently making will never increase on you and will eventually be paid off. Getting solar now means that you are no longer throwing away your money every month by forking it over to the power companies that's likely going to raise your rates anyway. Alan's top priority is saving you money and getting you ready now for the benefit of financially secure energy future. Call Alan Davis at Solar Energy Partners now to set up a consolation appointment. 303-378-7537. 303-378-7537. Or visit klzradio.com sun. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance can help you shop the market so that you get the right coverage at the right price. Whether it is your home, auto, classic car, or liability insurance, GIA has got you covered. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100, or go online to e-gia.com. It's time to leave your safe space. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, that's about it for today. Thank you all for listening very much. I do appreciate it. Thanks for all the text messages today as well. I appreciate each and every one of those. Also, you can text us even after the show or anytime you want, 307-200-8222, 307-200-8222. Tomorrow, Andy has two movie reviews. It's 65, that's the dinosaur movie, and Champions. And then tomorrow, the movie rental hour will be sports comedy. So if you've got some of your favorites, you want to text those in, feel free to do so. The first hour of Dr. Kelly Victory, that plays next. Somebody said earlier they missed that. Well, hang tight. It's coming up here in just one moment. Don't go anywhere. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.